0: You're listening to She Thrives Radio. This is episode number 94, and today's show is a hot, hot topic, something that was highly requested by you guys um, that we've spoken about a little bit here before, but I really wanted to just zoom way in and narrow in and talk specifically about what happens and how we can navigate when we are no longer as fit or strong, or physically able as we once were. So there's a lot of things that play into this, a lot of things to consider, and we're gonna get into all of it today. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get right on it. She Thrives Radio is a production of She Thrives. Space designed to help you take care of you through a holistic and maybe sometimes unexpected approach to your own well being. I'm Taylor Gage, your BS free health and mindset coach, and your host who loves lifting heavy, laughing hard, keeping it real, and seeing you live like you love yourself. If you're looking to stop merely surviving and instead start thriving, well, Place. You ready? So, first and foremost, if you are an OG listener of this show and you've listened to you know all the episodes or a lot of episodes or been you know following me closely for a while, then you probably are aware of this. But I wanted to just take a moment to do a very short review of a little bit of my story. Here for those of you who may be new to the show or not up to speed on what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> um, so I myself have been a CrossFitter and a Olympic weightlifter for years and years, um, about eight at this point, which I think is pretty wild. Um, however, in the summer of last year, so we are, oh my God, it was the summer of two years ago. It was 2018. Okay. So we're in 2020 now. The summer of 2018, I hit a breaking point. I threw my back out, but it was sort of the, it was an acute moment for sure, an acute injury, but it was also at the same time a very slow build, gradual culmination of shit that had been going on for months and months and months and months. And my, just a nervous system was breaking down. My adrenal system was breaking down. My I had a lot of things that were going on at the time. And in August, 2018, Um, I did a workout and threw my back out, and I was like just laid out for a couple days. And then shit got really intense at that point, and I had really, really intense pain all over. Um, I couldn't go for walks, I couldn't do yoga, I couldn't do a lot of shit. Um, And so I pulled the plug on fitness and movement really in general all together for a full calendar year. And the reason that I wasn't even doing um you know yoga or walking or any of these really like low, low impact things was because they were still exacerbating the symptoms that I was experiencing and the pain that I was experiencing. And so in particular for me, because of my very specific circumstance, um due to hypermobility and my nervous system issues. Uh, stretching is just about the worst thing that I could be doing for myself because I was like going way beyond my body's preferred range of motion and I was pulling on nerves in every instance. So stretching yoga wasn't serving me. Walking was playing into some of the uh, structural imbalances that was leading to a lot of this like this nerve stuff as well. So like I said, I just, I just stopped doing all of it. I rested, I tried to let my nervous system heal as much as possible. I took the intensity way down on work as well. Like I just like, I really pulled back. And I started dipping a toe into the pool of fitness again in September. Very, very, very lightly, okay? So going back into CrossFit like two days a week and scaling things Way back, not only the movements themselves, uh, but the volume overall, right? If it's five rounds for time, I was doing two, right? Like I was taking it way back. And I really enjoyed being back in the gym. Uh, It was a very interesting experience to come back after a year off with my body looking and feeling very different, my ability levels being very different, just seeing like such an extreme contrast in that. Um, and just as a side note, I've actually decided recently to uh, put CrossFit on the side and pursue a little bit more of like hypertrophy, uh, sort of like bodybuilding style training instead because I was still finding that even going back in that very like, like limited capacity was still very hit or miss. It was like I, it, I was still having some strange reactions to it. And so uh, I'm moving into something a little bit more controlled, a little bit less taxing on my nervous system. Uh, so I'm doing a little bit more of the Bigness Project, by the way, which I have linked all over my website. If you want to learn about or um, do with me, because it's super fun. Um, but anyway, I just wanted to revisit that to talk a little bit about how you know, as a CrossFit coach, an L two, you know, I'm USA weightlifting sports performance coach, certified, all these things. I uh, this was my life, right? This fitness thing was was everything and I completely stopped any semblance of it for a calendar year. So I just wanted to put that out there because I have some experience in what happens, (laughs) in knowing what happens when you are not as fit as you once were and how to navigate that and how to feel good about that and how to kind of like, how to have it not feel like this crushing, terrible thing that's like happening to you that you're failing and have it still be like pretty fun and enjoyable. So I wanted to talk about that today. Now, before we get into all of this stuff, I want to say that this is a topic that while I was going through, you know, this experience myself, I shared a lot about on this show. So again, those of you who listen to all of the episodes and have been around since the beginning, you've probably heard these episodes. But for those of you who maybe are new um, or who cherry pick episodes, there are a lot of episodes touching on concepts surrounding this that I just wanted to share with you really quickly so that you know where to go look if you're into this topic. So the few episodes that I just want you to be aware of are episode number 35. Okay, So this is going a little bit back into the archives. But this is an episode specifically uh dialed in around how to start or how to revamp a fitness or a wellness uh, routine or lifestyle so this could be for people who like i said are just beginning but it can also be people who are getting back into it after some time off so i go through a bunch of tips there for you the next episode i have here is 59 which is comparisonitis how to manage it how to quiet it and how to leverage it now this is a little bit more focused around comparing yourself to other people but there's definitely some tips in there on how to kind of navigate that situation with yourself as well more specifically though is episode number 63 which is called dealing with an injury how to have a setback not suck so this is a really focused episode on what to do when you are feeling. Like a huge setback in your training, uh, or just like in your whatever you consider, you know, your regular lifestyle. You can't go for walks, you can't do anything, you know, that you used to do. How do we deal with that? That episode is all about that. And the last and most recent episode that you might want to check out if you like this topic is episode number 74, which is called How to Improve Your Relationship to Fitness. And again, we get into a lot of this dynamic. How do we shift how we're seeing things? How do we shift how things are feeling for us? How do we shift our engagement to it? How do we make it feel good and not punishy? Or like it's some constant you know, uh, measurement of our goodness or our worthiness or whatever it is. I get into all of that on that episode. And the last episode I want to mention for you here is episode number 85. And this one is really sort of like the comparison episode, but really focused in on you. So episode 85 is the before and after trap. Um, where like so many of us feel like we have to constantly be feeling like we're beating a a previous version of ourselves or like we berate a previous version of ourselves or whatever the fuck. And so I really opened that discussion up in episode number 85. So that's also related to this conversation here today, um, that you may find interesting. Just wanted to put that out there. There's a lot of episodes kind of around this topic available for you. So if you like this or you want to learn more, definitely go back and dig through the archives, especially episode 35, 59, 63, and 74, and see if that speaks to you at all. So with that being said, let's talk a little bit about this. Let's talk a little bit about this concept today. What do we do? Why is this so hard? And how do we make it better when we're feeling like we're not as fit or lean or strong or able or capable as we once were so if you're seeing your abilities in the gym, you know, your mild time uh decline, maybe this is something that looks sort of like me like you had to just take some time away from the gym. Maybe it was an injury, maybe it was you know, a starting a family, maybe it was uh, stress, maybe it was just other responsibilities or things that pulled your attention away, uh, maybe it was an illness, who knows? Okay, something happened. That now compared to where you were prior to whatever that was, you're not as fit or strong or lean or whatever the fuck. Okay. So I have some considerations for you. I have some bullet points that I want to take you through. But here's what I really want us to understand. A lot of us think that these I these things that I just listed, they're an injury or stress or life or whatever, are these things that are getting in the way of our training, right? Or they're getting in the way of our, you know, like air quotes, wellness journey, okay? So these things happened to us and they got in the way of our fitness. And I wanna just pause right there before we move on and just unpack that just a touch because I think that this is a really foundational concept for us to kind of like see as we move through this conversation today. So, I want you to a little, and listen, I'm not throwing shade, okay? This is not a blame game. I'm not trying to make you feel bad about this. I'm just trying to give you an alternative perspective here to consider for yourself. So, when we're talking about how an injury or uh, a pregnancy or an illness or, you know, school or a life responsibility got in the way of my fitness, we need to think about that. What does it say about our priorities when you say that your life got in the way of your back squat or or like your ability to fit into, into a certain pant size. Really think about that. Does your fitness support your life or does your life exist to support your fitness? Okay, so listen, I know that there's a lot of components. It's not as black and white as that. And yes, having a certain amount of strength and ability and mobility helps us lead a good, happy life. And it does help these things like play into each other, they complement each other. But I think that we get wrapped up in this idea of like feeling bad about ourselves or blaming ourselves or blaming a circumstance because that thing, like our life, got in the way of our ability to get a PR on, you know, a snatch or back squat or whatever the fuck. And I think just that concept all on its own, we can really sit with and ask questions into and inquire about and explore because I just think that that holds so much insight into how we're even viewing this idea of a fitness journey in relation to our life in general, right? I think that that's a really good place to start. So the other thing I want us to consider here is that this is the truth of the matter, guys. The only reason that this feels bad for us, okay, that this is something that becomes bigger than it needs to be, this is something that becomes like, uh, you know, like a a signal of a failing somehow, like this, like backwards progress, or you know, whatever we're looking at here, whether it's weight gain or just like. Um, not being able to uh, lift as much or do a pull up or like whatever the whatever we're looking at that we're comparing ourselves to, right? Like the only reason that this feels shitty for us is is not because of the things itself. It's not because of the circumstance and the facts of the matter here. It is because of what we are making it mean. What are you interpreting this situation as? And what are you making this mean about yourself? Because here's the secret sauce, guys. You are the only person in charge of deciding what things mean and what they don't mean. You are the only person in charge of how you are interpreting your stimulus or your circumstance or your life, okay? And most of us have no idea how to do this, right? We have no idea how to shift this lens. This is a huge part, by the way, of She Thrives Academy for all my alums listening to this. I know you're nodding your head because this is, for most people, the most profound like transformation they can possibly experience is changing how they interpret their circumstances and understanding and tapping into the power that they have when it comes to what we're making things mean. And this is a beautiful example that I see all over the place with people in my audience and people in my program, right, of seeing this circumstance of gaining weight or not being able to do a pull-up anymore or whatever the fuck and making it mean something about you. Namely, making it mean that that is a failing in some capacity. So that is another big concept that I just wanna like put there for you to let you just, you know, marinate on a little bit. It's not feeling shitty because of what's happening, it's feeling shitty because of what you have decided it means. And you get to change that. That's yours, okay? So with that being said, I also want to be sure to acknowledge here that I completely understand that there's a lot about feeling really strong or fit or powerful in an athletic sense, in the gym, um, that makes us just feel really good, okay? There's a lot about that that feels really fucking awesome, okay? I know it. I've been there, okay? I, I get it. So, I don't want to totally undermine that and say that there's like, there's nothing there because I think, you know, combined with what I just explained, sort of the meaning and the interpretation, there's also sort of this like longing, right? There's this feeling of like, oh, I used to be able to feel so strong. I used to be able to feel this. I used to be able to da da da. And I just like miss that feeling. And I'm kind of comparing my now to that. And that feels shitty. So, I want to give you some considerations on that topic okay because this is what i wanted to take you through today i've got four things for you here to explore that and hopefully help you just like i said give you some things to roll around in your mind to sort of help you you know like bit by bit sort of shift your perspective on this scenario because i think it's really important i think the first thing to consider here is just like what i just said We feel like we used to feel so able, and now we feel less able, and that feels upsetting, okay? And I really would like to say here that I fucking get it, okay? (laughs) Like, I was pretty fit back in the day, you know? I was doing muscle-ups, I was, you know, I had like a pretty solid deadlift and lifts compared to, you know, my body weight. I was, I felt strong as fuck, I felt fit as fuck. I There was a point in my career that I could even run, not faster, but I could keep up with my 6'4 husband, okay? And I'm 5'2", to be clear, so that's, (laughs) that's a lot of power output that I had to produce there to be able to do that. Okay, like I get it, and now, For example, I just went into the gym the other day and I tried to do a pull-up negative. Okay, so I just started at the top and tried to lower myself down really slowly. And I basically dislocated my lat from my rib. Like I couldn't even do that, okay? So I get it to not feel as able. However, what I want you to be able to lean into here is that you're still able, okay? I can still like do a variation on a negative with my feet on the floor. Okay. I can still do a whole lot of shit in that space. And if I turn down the volume on what once was and turn into what is, there's a whole fucking universe that gets illuminated in front of you, but it becomes completely invisible if you're constantly focused on what once was. So a huge part of this is comparison, obviously, right? Which is why I included that episode in the list here, because if we're constantly looking there, you are missing what's in front of you now. And although it may seem underwhelming or less impressive in some capacity, like you still have the ability to do the shit that you like to do, even if it's not at the same intensity or skill level. And... I guess what I'm trying to say here is, isn't that pretty fucking amazing? Like, isn't that pretty cool? Aren't you grateful for that? I want you to lean into what you have available to you here. Because it's more than you're seeing. I promise. The only person who is looking at you and judging you for not being able to do a pull-up anymore or whatever, is you. I can't get this through loud enough. You are the only person who has an opinion on this. And if you feel like everybody in that gym is looking at you and judging you and talking about you behind your back and saying you really fucking let yourself go and saying isn't it a pain, then I got fucking news for you. That call is coming from inside the fucking house, my dear. That is not them, that is you. So there's a lot of power in there and I want you to learn how to tap into that. You're the only one that's judging you, and there is so much available for you right here. And how amazing would it be if you can lean into that just 2% more and turn down the what once was just a little bit. Okay, we're gonna move on because I have other points that I wanna get to here. Number two on this list that I have for you is I want you to spread out your areas of interest and growth and challenge and connection, okay? excitement. I want you to think about all the amazing things that the gym brings you. This is, like I said, this is can be challenge. This can be a place where you're kind of like exceeding your own limitations. This can be a place where you're connecting to a bunch of like-minded people for like a greater cause. This could be a place where you just feel like you are passionate about what you're doing. This is a, whatever it is. We all have kind of something different. Although I feel like there's a lot of common themes with what people people enjoy about the gym experience. But I want you to articulate it for yourself. What is it about the experience that you really love? And then I want you to find other places in your life to apply it. OK, for example, this is something I've talked about on the show before, but in my year off of fitness, do you know what I did? I started reading a whole bunch of books on really hard, complicated topics <laughs> that I love to learn about, by the way. It wasn't like a punishy thing. Like, I love this shit. Um, and so I may not be challenged in the gym currently with like trying to PR my back squat each week, but um, learning about quantum mechanics you know, <laughs> and cosmology uh, is certainly a challenge on its own as well. Okay. So do you see how, like, if you can take this concept, take the things that you really enjoy about the experience and spread it out across your life, it's not going to feel like a huge fucking sinkhole of a loss. It's not going to feel like the entire experience of your life just got pulled out from underneath you because you have other places and other sources of these amazing things that bring you a sense of growth or happiness or power or connection or challenge. Okay, so I want you to expand. I think this is just like a massive, massive thing that I can't stress enough because so many of us, I just, I don't even think that like hobbies is really something that a lot of us pursue anymore. It's either like turn it into a business, right? Or have it be something that like you put all of your resources, it's like all eggs in one basket, And I just don't think too many of us are just like exploring all of the options in our life as far as like what brings us happiness and and growth and peace and and whatever it is. Because there's so much more out there than just the gym. I cannot stress enough. I want you to find it. I'm going to challenge you to find these places. There's so much out there. The gym is amazing. I'm not shooting on the gym, but I want you to understand that it is not the only thing that can bring you what you're searching for. Expand, okay? Number three on this little list I have for you here is to prioritize your inner growth, okay? Your private victories and your like personal wins over all the outward shit. This is, I think, the biggest. No, well, I think all of these things are the biggest, honestly. They're, they all kind of interplay with each other, but like, I just like. I think the trap that we fall into with the gym is because for most of us, when we begin, it's like really addicting to see ourselves improve. Like it's really fun. There's so much amazing shit and power and inspiration and like just good shit that comes out of like seeing ourselves get stronger or like do things that we maybe thought that we could never do. Okay, especially for me, I know like I never considered myself an athletic person growing up and so to all of a sudden be an athlete, like it was just like a huge shift on how I viewed myself and it was big, right? But I want us to take the laundry list of things that we're using as like a metric for our success, which is getting the muscle up or getting, you know, a 200 pound back squat or getting the, you know, seven minute mile or whatever the fuck it is. Okay, whatever these like really outward, right, external sources, metrics, measurements, checklists of success that we're using to be able to gauge our growth or progress. There's only so many. Mo- there's only so many things that we can cross off that list, and there's only so many years that we can continue to cross things off that list, right? I read something not too long ago that I absolutely loved, and it was like. The only way to be fitter or stronger when you're older than you were when you were younger is to be really unfit or weak when you're young. And I loved how simply that illustrated this idea of linear growth, right? Like, the only way to perpetually keep getting fitter or stronger, is there—it it there isn't. Like, you, it doesn't really work that way, right? It's not linear. It doesn't keep going up and up and up and up and up until the end of time. That's just not how science works. So I think when we are using these milestones, like these really outward, external, like PRs and whatever as our, you know, measurement of if we're doing good or not, we're playing ourselves because there's an entire inner world that we have available to us that very few of us are tapping into, right? And this is just like your inner, like your private, your the the growth that nobody sees and this is hard for a lot of people to tap into because so many of us are grasping for this outward stuff to prove to everybody how much better we are than yesterday blah blah, blah blah but like holy shit there is so much available inside that when we learn how to tap into that and have that speak louder than what we're proving to everybody else your entire experience will change right because that takes front stage and that is That's what matters over the outside achievements, and that will completely revolutionize how you feel when you feel like you're not as fit or strong as you maybe once were. It doesn't actually matter because it's not a competition, and there are still so many markers of growth on the inside that's invisible to everybody else that matters more. The last thing on this list that I really want to drive home, I feel like I could do a whole podcast on just this concept, but I want to just float it for your consideration here first and let me know, you know, if it does speak to you, we can do a show on this. Um, Here's like the kicker to this, guys. First, like I said earlier, I believe that there is a real like physiological component to just feeling a little bit better when we're really like, you know, in, 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 Super fit or super strong, or whatever. Like, there's definitely a component to that. I'm not discounting that, but here's what I really want you to hear. Most of us long for that time when we were leaner, or stronger, or fitter, or more able because we genuinely felt like we were happier, more confident, right? Just more at peace, more proud of ourselves in the lives we were living at that time and this is the secret if you felt great during that stretch of time I want you to think back and really consider what it was that you were telling yourself about yourself in that period of your life when you think back on when you were in your best shape or leanest or whatever the fuck you're thinking of here. What was it that you were believing about yourself in that era? What was it that you were saying to yourself? What were the thoughts? What were the quality of thoughts that were moving through your mind? Because I gotta tell you, that has an influence on how you're feeling. And most of us, that actually, by the way, that is how you feel that completely creates how you feel. And so for most of us who are like thinking back on these times and longing we're going, oh no, I just like, listen, I just like felt so good. I felt so confident. It's because of what you were saying to yourself in that stretch of time. And this is what I want you to understand. All of those thoughts, all of those beliefs are available to you right now. So many of us feel like we have to earn like the ability to access a thought like I'm proud of myself. (laughs) Right? Like we have to like get, we have to do something to like deserve a thought like I look good. I feel good. I like myself. I'm proud of myself. I'm doing really great. I'm having a good time. Isn't this awesome? Like we feel like we need to like, there's like a, there's a list of prerequisites of shit that we have to hit in order to be able to access like all of those amazing thoughts that we can possibly think about ourselves are like hidden in like a um uh behind like a a locked door that we have to do a whole bunch of shit in order to get access to and here's the truth kids you have access to that ab the whole thing right now and so much of what we miss about ourselves when we were leaner or thinner or whatever is simply just what we were saying to ourselves in the time. We were probably thinking higher of ourselves. And the reasons that we were, you know, are complex and something that, again, is hard to really get into depth here on a short podcast episode, but is certainly a huge component of what we do inside my program. You have the ability to think those thoughts now. You don't need to be a certain pant size to be able to say to yourself, I am proud of myself, okay? You do not need to be able to hit a certain amount of skills in the gym to be able to think to yourself, I am strong, okay? And if we can really get a handle on the quality of thoughts that are moving through our mind... It will completely change how you feel about your life, about your place, about your place in your path, about your place in your journey, whether we're talking about fitness or otherwise. So a quick little review before we hop off. Um, Really the fundamental component here that I want you to see is that it is not the circumstances themselves that are upsetting you. It is what you are making them mean about not being as lean or fit or strong or fast or whatever you once were. So in order to tap into a lot of the goodness that we did feel back then, back in the good old days, the four things that I want you to keep in mind are number one, no one is judging you, you are judging yourself. And the second you can stop judging yourself is the same second that you'll feel like everybody else stops judging you. (laughs) weird how that works um you are still able there is so much available for you right here and nobody is looking at you and giving you side eye except your own damn self so look there first number two spreading out all of the goodness that this gym experience or your fitness journey brings to you into other different hobbies or experiences or places in your life is massively valuable guys Take these components and put them, explore them in other areas instead of putting all of your eggs into this one basket and having the gym fulfill 85 different things in your life, okay? There's so much more out there and I really want you to explore it. Number three is to stop moving from the outward markers of success and progress and growth and start moving inward just a little bit and start counting the things, noticing the things, paying close attention to, and most importantly, celebrating the things that nobody else notices, sees, or is aware of at all. Your inner growth and progress is far more valuable than hitting that PR on the board. And the last thing on this list team is that your thoughts matter. Part of the reason that that felt like such a great time in your life, perhaps, is because of what you were saying to yourself and believing about yourself and thinking to yourself in that moment. And you have access to all of those thoughts right now. And the only thing separating you between and those thoughts is your belief systems, right? It's what you believe you have access to. It's what you believe you're worthy of. It's what you believe this says about yourself and all of that. And, you know, I talk about SDA every single episode because it's my life. It's what I do. Um, But beliefs are a foundation of this program and unpacking your belief system, how you are interpreting what you're making things mean massive part of STA so if that spoke to you I'm just gonna put that out there that that might be a powerful thing for you to do to explore so I am just gonna leave that there for you I hope that between this episode here today and all of the other episodes that I listed in the beginning you find a little bit something in here to help you shift your perspective on this and if you're finding that all of the listening and learning just isn't doing it and you want hands-on implementation I invite you to come apply or join the waitlist, depending on whenever you're listening to this, to She Thrives Academy. And so we can actually create this shift that you are in search of, because I can guarantee it is possible. It just requires little bit of effort on your part. Okay. So thank you for listening. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Let me know if there's any other questions I can t- um, touch on or talk about on this topic that I know, like I guess, is very highly requested of you guys. Um, so yeah, be in touch. Let me know what you think. I can't wait to hear um, if you enjoyed this. So thank you guys for listening. Until next time. Enjoy today's show, please take a moment to share a rating and a review on Apple podcasts. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button while you're at it. If you're looking for some more She Thrives goodness in your life, you can find me posting over on Instagram at She blog. And if you're interested in learning how to work with me inside She Thrives Academy, head over to my website at www.shethrivesblog.com to learn more and check out all the deeds for you there.